holidays. Welcome to Baseless Claims. Our no, casual no, no, not Christmas. happy holidays. We're saying Christmas, okay? No, Thank none you. of that lib shit Thank on you. this podcast. I was getting to it. No, no, we're not Christmas. saying happy holidays, though. We're no, no, saying no, no, no. Christmas. I start with happy holidays. Hello, and welcome on back to Baseless Claims, our casual conversational comedy podcast. My name is Tay, comma, Holly Jolly. My name is Tori, studio executive Thompson. My name is Tyler Tim Allen Matheson because we are changing Santa Claus. Look, Santa's been the same for too goddamn long. So I say we pull a Tim Allen and we kill that dude. Oh. I thought you were going to say we start getting very racist, but. That too. I guess that That can be accomplished like in tandem. Well, here's my question though is like, so obviously you're referring to Tim Allen's great hit film, The Santa Claus, where Santa dies on his rooftop and he becomes Santa, which is crazy lore, by the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He killed Santa. Well, that's the thing. Did he kill Santa or was it more of like a stand your ground or perhaps like like a manslaughter charge rather than like. He killed him. But I'm saying that it's okay that he got away with it. I'm saying he did kill him. Yeah. But it's okay that he got away with it. Yeah, because okay. his his eternal punishment is now being the Santa Claus. Yeah. So what's the larger point? The larger point here being we got to change Santa. Like, sure. if you're Santa, like, you inherit the title of Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. What are you... Santa Claus Schwab, thank you. What are you changing the second you step into that position? So... You're Christmas morning. You're running down the stairs and you're like, oh my God, Santa was here last night. And then all of a sudden you hear Santa like, I was just hit. I, I was just, and then he falls off your roof and he like impales himself on the fence or something, right? Something yeah. really graphic, really brutal, really gory. Santa's mm-hmm. dead. You now inherit that title. You step into the job day one. It's like you're the Amazon CEO. What are you yeah. changing about being the Santa Claus? My number one thing, harsher punishments. I feel like coal has been a threat for way too long. No yeah. one's also cashing that in. Also, limited resource. No, we're not talking about the that he's yeah. giving away precious limited resource. That's something we could use probably better. Honestly, rather be burning that than yeah, giving exactly, that away right? to kids. Like, like crafty, smart kids are just going to go like, ah, sick. Now I have a way to heat my home for a little bit longer. Thanks, idiot. I didn't get punished at all. Exactly. We are looking for like... Santa, like, cracks the fucking, like, ruler over the knuckles of, like, these kids. Like, while they're, like, sleeping, he's just, like, like, wasn't one of the things Krampus would do, like, like, hang children by their toes over a bridge or something? Am I remembering that correctly, or am I just talking out of my ass? Look, Ah. I've only seen the Adam Scott film, and that didn't give me a whole lot of lore. Like, experience. legitimate Krampus shit is actually, like, extremely spooky. I'm thinking I'll never yeah, like, look into that. So <laughs> we need like, yeah, the Krampus is like some goat thing, but I'm not talking. We, we, we need to recruit his ass. I'm talking your right. Santa Claus, my thing. I'm dishing out harsher punishments. Like the kids yeah. are not opening coal. Yeah. They're opening like, like, Oh cool. I got a pack of gum from Santa. It's one of those zappy gums. And they're like, oh, that, fuck. Well, that but one, it's like, okay. it's way stronger. I'm talking yeah. like way stronger. Or it's like one sure. of the ones with a fake spider, but you've replaced it with a real brown recluse. Yeah, mm. like something, I'm like, I'm not trying to kill them. I'm just trying to say like, hey, next year, like nice list and ensure it happens because you do not want this shit to happen well, again. A, a brown recluse wouldn't kill you if you move fast enough to the hospital. 
I have a punishment that is kind of, like it's <laughs> it's kind of embarrassing for me, but like what if if they're naughty the next year for the next 365 days until the Christmas returns again, they are a ginger now. Ooh. That's a rough thing to be as a kid. Yeah, that one's really tough. Yeah, yeah. That's like borderline put, unhumane though. Yeah. But here's the thing is it could really like kind of like it could end up being a benefit for them and it would like really like solidify them, you know, like then they sure, would become in what way I'd love to know. You know, like then they would be like, "Oh, I can actually deal with like people Prejudice. calling names and everything." It might be a benefit for them to actually like have something dished out at them, you know? Like it could sure. build them into a better yeah, person. Yeah, it's a character builder. Yeah, yeah character 100%. builder. That's a good way of That's putting true. it. Yeah. So like, I'm talking like, yeah, like they get like I was literally thinking like it's on the coldest day, you put mm-hmm. them outside barefoot for like 10 minutes. Okay. And like, so you, but okay, so you're talking like literal, uh, lasting damage kind of punishment. Yeah. Oh no no no! I just underneath that like twelve to fifteen minute threshold for frostbite, okay. I get him sure. in right back in right on yeah. that. So but like, they'll know pain. Yes, they will know. They their their big toe might be not fully numb, but just a little bit numb for the rest of their life. You know? Okay. Like something that's like enough to enough to remember. Yeah, exactly. Then they're like, "Fuck, nice list for sure." You know what I would do with Santa Claus? What? I would introduce a buffet of recreational drugs for the elves that they can just have at will. That's pretty good. Because I think it'd be pretty funny to watch those little guys just going nuts on a line of coke, you know? See, I think you only have to have uppers, though, because if you have, like, heroin on that table, then your productivity You're cutting down. into your bottom line there, yeah. for sure. But if, you, if yeah. you have a table full of fucking amphetamines, dude, you're going crazy with but production. But I feel like, yeah, okay, yeah, you know what? That's a good rule. Only uppers. <laughs> because at the end of the day, you still have to get the job done. And if they're not yeah. if they're not being productive, unless your Santa is like, you know what, fuck it. We're kids get 30% left less gifts now. Unless that's yeah. your kind or of thing. Or I just bring in a new crew. Like maybe the elves are just like my homies, and I just bring in a new crew of the nu- that's what happens to the naughty kids. They have to build all of the toys for the good kids. <gasps> they're next the year. elves next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then me and the I- elves are just going on a 365, oh, I guess I need one day of sobriety. So 364 days of wild, crazy shit with the boys because I'm pretty sure there's only boy elves. Is that, fact check they, me on that. How do they, Is how that do they right? reproduce? How do they reproduce? Through butt sex. Do they even, um, or is it the same group? I imagine it's the same group of elves. I imagine it's just like, immortal, if it's Chris Kringle. Yeah, if, it's, if Chris Kringle is immortal, I'd imagine it's just the same group. Well, yeah. is Chris Kringle an elf, or was Chris Kringle no. gifted? His is he the position? king of the elves? Is that Maybe. how that works? See, there's well, so many well, different well. like conflicting lore stuff with Santa. Let's like, just pick the coolest one, and let's just say he was the strongest. He was born the tallest and strongest elf, and they made them hit their king. Okay. They were like, but "This then, guy is our king." But then again, also your whole premise was that guy died. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, now hold on. there's only guy. X amount of there's only X amount of elves, right? And yeah, I, sh- so sure. maybe it, well there's not like we're not finding lost Amazonian civilizations of elves, you know what I mean? So maybe you're not. Maybe, I am, but maybe I just live a more fulfilling life than you. <laughs> Santa Claus might have Genghis Khan his way through the elf nation and then the ones that he captured have to worship him like a god and it's become sort of a dictator type. There used to be different like, elven tribes and yeah, he kind and then, of yeah. put them under one flag. Yeah, 
and and he killed a, a not insignificant portion of their their culture and people. He's very lucky to have found like Oompa Loompa elves and not like Legolas elves. You know what I mean? That would yeah, that would be a little bit different, wouldn't it? Uh-huh. I think we'd all feel a little bit more sympathy if the elves building our toys were fucking hot. If they looked like Orlando oh, yeah. Bloom, we'd be like, well, get them out of there. They don't deserve They deserve to be out here with us, not in there making toys. Although, although all of our stockings would then be hung by the fireplace with like an arrow sticking out of the, the hearth and then the, the uh, stocking hanging from the arrow, which would be kind of sick. It'd be kind of sick, but I'd rather any day of the week have more hot people in the world than... <laughs> arrow in the heart you know like if more people looked like orlando bloom walking around Uh like that's a way uh better world to live in true a bit a bit at the top of a slippery slope for eugenics not really we got some uggos out there we got a lot of uggos out there i'm just letting everyone know we got a lot of uggos out there and i think we need some more orlando blooms we're not saying to get rid of the uggos but we are saying if the opportunity for more Hatos presents itself, we're going to jump on it. I'm going to jump on it. I'm not going to like, I'm not saying we're doing anything with the Uggos like Tori like said. I'm just saying like, if, if there's, if, if there's a fucking contract from Chris Kringle presented like, oh, the elves live in the normal world now. Ho, ho, ho. And it's like, I'm not, I'm not turning down that contract. We think of elves in, in this, in the Santa like way as being like, I guess they're usually portrayed as like, oh, they're kids in their cute little costumes and they love singing and making toys together. <clears throat> I guess outside of Elf. But they could just be a bunch of little fucking Igors in there, slave yeah. in a way that are just like gross as hell. They look like Grendel from Beowulf. Yeah, they could look like the Lord of the Ring orcs. Yeah, I yeah. was going to say, like, because if they're the only race of elves on the planet, then they have to be inbreeding, right? Yeah. They're... They yeah they have like big hunchbacks and shit and they're just like <laughs> more toys for Santa more toys for Santa then it's like uh keep them in the factory uh <laughs> I'd also like to change like the factory kind of situation with Santa if I if I was Santa Claus oh, no. I'm putting a a harsh limit on like we Santa doesn't do electronics anymore Santa's not yeah. making you a PS five yes. yes, that's cutting into you. my bottom line. Like, yeah, I have real. to train the elves to to fucking wire, like, all of that shit to get... No, 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 no. Santa does mechanical toys only, okay? Mm-hmm. So, like, Nerf guns, they're still in. Consoles, not a fucking shot. Why don't we just bring it back to, like, oh, you were good this year? What do you get? It's a block. It's a chocolate orange. Oh. Yo, yo those go fucking Visceral crazy, Visceral memory unlocked. Those no, they are disgusting. so crazy. No, you're just wrong. You're just wrong. Orange and chocolate are a terrible combination, and I will not Shut hear any other way Shut your fucking mouth, you fucking child. It is a delectable flavor pairing, and you are just wrong. I think we should have more marshmallow shooters as gifts instead of, like, I want, mm-hmm. like... A bop it, you know, like yeah. something. Yeah, the hot, twenty twenty three hot toy, the bop it. Uh, I'm showing my age there a little bit. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> Where I'm just like, oh, what do kids like these days? Fucking oh, bop it. What did you ask? Hey, Timmy, what'd you ask for? A bop it or a Simon Says? I got a slinky. Yeah, I got I, a I, wrist rocket. 
I honestly think maybe Santa should be delivering more projectile weapons, projectile-based sure. weapons. Yeah. Like, Get them early, yeah. It could be like, well, then it introduces the concept of sharing and collaboration to children because kids are like they're inside they're on their phones these days they don't they're not go they're not they're not speaking with other real people so you give Timmy a catapult you give mm-hmm. Tommy like a trebuchet yeah you give Tommy a trebuchet you give like uh Clyde two doors down you give him like 40 like AKs like all of a sudden they're building an army together and they're collaborating, you know, they're sharing their weapons of war together to lay sure. siege on the next town over. I I do have to ask if you legitimately consider how many AKs did you say? 40. Okay. Do you think 40 AK-47s are on the same like damage capability as a fucking trebuchet? Wars ain't even, Tay. <laughs> Fair. That's another lesson we're teaching them. They get different supplies. They have to collaborate, and they have right, to like start right. sharing Every, things. Everyone's going to be scared of Jasmine, who got the F-18s, all right? <laughs> Equipped with Hellfire missiles. Holy shit. Holy shit. Johnny got an F-22. <laughs> if everyone bands together, and then they decide that they are going to guerrilla warfare Jasmine and her F-18s, ba-boom. They might have a chance of success at... I don't even know what they're trying to win. Maybe the school fundraiser. They just want the good, pr- the big grand prize at the end of the school fundraiser. I have a memory of a Christmas time where uh, I got my uh, Game Boy Advance SP and I was playing that like all happy and whatever. And I saw one of my neighbor kids like outside on the on the street with their new bike that they just got for Christmas. And I'm just imagining that scenario, but with like an M1 Abrams tank. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. Because also, here's the thing. It's like, it, I don't think, Tyler, it, it, I don't think you stated that it was an all-in proposition. So it's not that every good child is getting some type of weapon of war. There's going to be one kid who's got, like, you know, a, a, a an armored Humvee that's got a gun on the top of it. And then the kid next door got, like, the new Harry Styles CD. Oh, yeah. oh, oh. But how about this, right? It scales with your economic class. So if you're in, like, poverty ranges, you get the M1 Abrams. But if you're rich as shit, you get, like, I don't know, a Nerf gun. You know it ain't going that way, though. No. I I wish it's going to be We're doing it based on how nice they are. It's all built on... We're going back to an actual niceness scale. Got like, it. I was trying to fix the class disparity in America, but that's whatever. clear. But I'm sorry, it just ain't how <laughs> I the, the hand we were dealt. That's just also just not good. That that won't do anything. All you're gonna do is <laughs> congratulations. You gave someone an F-18, and it's like, well, that won't bring yeah. him out of poverty. That ain't gonna do anything. All- sure, it would. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I just we're sliding on the scale of nicety here. Where I'm the. Uh, if you're Santa Claus, I'm building this on the niceness scale. I'm building okay. it like, oh, you are really, really nice. You get the cool top secret Top Gun jet. Does Mrs. Claus also regenerate like Santa? So like if if I if I were to get, okay, if someone were to kill Mrs. Claus while I'm Santa, do they become Mrs. Claus? Ooh, are you trying to set up an elaborate like thing where the- uh, you know, no, legally no. no. Yeah, legally, no, but, like, For all intents and purposes, hypothetically speaking, allegedly, if I were to want someone to kill Mrs. Claus, 
so that your new wife would be on yeah. a Dearmis. Oh, no. Yeah, that's ex- <laughs> literally what I was going to say is like, I'm going to take Mrs. Claus on a vacay. We're going to Hollywood. And oops, she fell in front of a really nice car. Who is it? Anna, get out here. What are you doing? Yes, I will. Forever till death do us part. Now, that's a okay. fun concept like- for the next Tim <laughs> Allen Santa Claus movie. It's not going to be in his hands. It's not going to be fun. It's like, it's like a reverse whodunit. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a why done it. <laughs> Here's the thing is that Mrs. Claus, she's lived through the last five Santa regenerations. She is yeah. not an easy broad to get rid of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. Well, well, here's the thing. Maybe no one wants to get rid of her because maybe she do got that good stuff. Maybe she fucking goes crazy in the bedroom. Yeah. But maybe yeah. she is also a very, like, sturdy Eastern European woman that was born in 1684 and oh, like yeah. she has just been living forever, and she knows all of the tricks you're gonna try. Yeah, she, she will kill, kill you, you before. So much fucking <laughs> she will. Than you could. <laughs> She's gonna kill you ten times better. Yeah, she 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 ain't no spry young chicken. She's been yeah. around the block, and she has killed at least three Chris Kringles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So don't Deserve. even fucking try it. Look. It's we have this unofficial tradition on this show that somehow has happened every year where we basically write a Christmas movie. And I figured, why not just make it, you know, an official segment this year? So I think it's time for a brand new Christmas edition of Spin Me a Tale. Now, for listeners who don't know, that's the improv game where I'm going to play as a studio executive. And I want uh, my two young filmmakers here to work together on this one and collaborate to come up with a movie script based on three randomly spinning wheels that are going to give us a genre, a title, and an event that an event or thing that must take place in the movie at some point. Like okay. I know, I know it's literally an improv game, but. We've never defined it as such until this moment in time, or at least that's what I'm recalling. So now I just feel like I'm up on a stage of a community theater going like, all right, give us an article of clothing. Yeah. <laughs> We're like waiting for a response from the audience. Yeah. You suck. <laughs> so what's the what's the bit? It's like one of the only funny bits in Ted where they're just like, like, let's go to the improv club and shout sad suggestions. <laughs> Like, that's a good bit. <laughs> like, give us a time. 9-11. <laughs> Are you done quoting Ted? Can I get to my thing? <laughs> Jesus, I'm just trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to do a show, dude. Fuck. I'm trying to exactly. do one, No, no, Tay, Tay, Tay. Tori's trying to do the show. You know how I prepared a bunch of stuff for the last two days? That's what I was doing. You were quoting a movie that you don't even like. <laughs> After I told you I was doing a segment. What can I, say? I can't believe I you think... said, Tori, I'm doing a show here. I can't That's believe you said wild that. Shit. Listen. I'm doing a show. <laughs> oh, could I listen some more? Can I please listen some more to you? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Get out of my office. I don't want you guys. I'm going to get someone else to direct this flick. I'm really sorry. Okay, are you guys ready to find out what... So it's going to be a Christmas movie, but there's obviously going to be subgenres. There's different subtypes of Christmas movies. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You know, there's your war Christmas movies where all the soldiers in the trenches are extremely sad. I hope we get that Well, except, no, hey, there's... What about the time when they sang together? Don't forget about that. 
Okay, so your subgenre is going to be... Sad soldiers, sad soldiers, sad soldiers. It's an animated family movie. Fuck! Ooh, that's a good one too, though. There's a lot of room to play with there. Tyler's like, I don't think there's enough room for me. I don't like this. <laughs> so let's find out the name of the, the animated family film you're going to be making here. Some of these really go with animated and family, and some of them really don't. <laughs> the trenches uh -oh. at wartime. The trenches at wartime. <laughs> Couldn't be more perfect. The title of this flick is going to be Ho Ho. Oh, no. <laughs> Damn. Fuck. Ah, oh, that's a good title. Damn. That's like, like the, that title plus animated family film is definitely something you'd find in like the 99 cent bin at Walmart. That's straight to DVD. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Okay, and then for the final prompt here, we're going to come up with uh, an event or a character or something, some type of thing that must be included in the film, and that is going to be... <laughs> Your character must have a Christmassy catchphrase, i.e., hell yeah, jingle all the way, baby. <laughs> okay. Well, that's okay. the thing, right? We already have it. It's ho-ho-oh-no. Fuck. Shit! Do we have to do another one? No, we've got to. We've they've got to have a they've got to have a, a different Christmas uh, catchphrase. But imagine it: we drop the ho ho oh no at like the pivotal point of the scene or the pivotal okay. point of the movie. I'll invoke it, my first studio note: the catchphrase can't be ho ho oh no, as that okay. is the title of the flick. Okay. 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 Enough. Okay. So we need to have a separate one for selling merch to these stupid little kids. Okay, so I think we got to establish the catchphrase first to right, it, but just show for where it goes. Build the plot around that. <laughs> yes, we got to build idea. the plot around the catchphrase. Good because idea. We're trying to market the fuck out of this. This is this is your save the cat moment. You got to get the audience in right away. Yeah, we're we're making like the little like uh, you know how the in the Last Jedi they just kind of like built the movie around those cute little like uh, porg thingies. This is that. We're just trying to sell toys here. So I think our fa our animated family. Because, again, we didn't really get soldiers in the trenches. I'd really like this to lean sad. You know, like a, a feel-good holiday movie that starts with a sad family. I think a lot of, a lot of yeah. families can relate to. The economy is pretty bad right now. Inflation, you know, make a relatable story about uh, a, a family overcoming these incredible yeah, odds. Yeah, and it lends, it lends itself to the hero's journey archetype of story really well, too, because you're already starting at, like, a place where they need to move up, yeah. right? So I think, I, think, I think mom's probably got cancer. I think mom's probably got <laughs> cancer for sure. Okay. Medical bills are Studio piling note. up. Studio note. Studio note. She has AIDS. Okay. <laughs> mom's Wait. Mom's got mom's got full blown AIDS this this December twenty fifth gang. <laughs> um, okay, so wow. mom just didn't get prep soon enough. So mom is dying <laughs> of AIDS, is what we're saying. Yeah, not necessarily. Okay, so <laughs> wait, wait, what? Well, it doesn't have to end that way. Okay, um. People aren't going to be super into a religious story in this day and age. Of course They're not. just not going to. So our animated family is multiracial, multireligion, and multi-sexual orientation. Uh, mm. Studio the, note, can't be woke. I'm just fuck. Kidding. Ooh, fuck. This is perfect. I love no, this I'm movie kidding. now. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> 
Okay, <laughs> they're so, a straight white Christian family. <laughs> Look, hey, I know that I know that I have power over you guys right now, and I know that you really want my money to fund and funding for this movie. But like, hey, I like to joke around. We like to have a good time. You can you yeah, can have all the all the all the gays and all the all the different colors of people that you'd like in there. Okay, so like it somehow feels worse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's well. That's how they make movies. They're like, ah, fuck it. Put a gay person in there, and then we'll get like twenty thousand more. Like, <laughs> I just, viewers. I just hate the implication of like, yeah, you're allowed to have that. <laughs> you know, like that. That has a specific stank to it. It sure does. Welcome to Hollywood. <laughs> I don't want to blow your mind, Tay, but I've got some stories, <laughs> and you're not gonna like them. Ho ho. Oh no. So dad is Jewish. Mom has AIDS. The kids <laughs> the kids go with their grandma. Grandma's Catholic, so we got grandma above. Grandma's Catholic. And grandma does not like dad for being Jewish. But can I make, can I make a request? Yeah. Can we title the episode Dad is Jewish, Mom has AIDS? <laughs> I like how Tyler's building a story and Tay's like, hold on. I had another thought, gang. <laughs> we have, there's a part in Ted 2 where he does do this thing. <laughs> All right. So um, I think we need, I think the perfect number of like children to have in a Christmas movie is probably like three from the same family. Mm-hmm. Like sure. three kids, same family. So the youngest, I think, is little little Timmy Tommy. Little yep. Timmy Tommy. Studio note, that sucks. Okay. Come up with a better name. <laughs> okay, do we want... Okay, can I ask this studio executive a question? Yeah. Do we want a classic name? Are we going in the past, or are we going modern day for, like, names? It's your world, just not Timmy Tommy. Okay, that's okay. Not, there's we're no going, era where Timmy <laughs> Tommy was a hot commodity. Okay, okay, okay. I'm crossing it out right now. We're going modern, and we're spelling this in the most wild spelling you can imagine. Little Aiden Braden. Yes. Ooh, so I like little, that. Little Aiden Braden is our, and there is a there is an L somewhere in Aiden and Braden, and I'm not telling you where it is. <laughs> I love that. I love a little mystery. Uh, so we have little Aiden Braden, who's our youngest sweet baby boy, who is, mm-hmm. uh, who's got, who's got four toes on his right foot. Okay, Scott. Sure. What's the age of this Watson? All right, I want to know what what range we're talking. Uh, little little Aiden Braden is six. Little Aiden six. Braden is six years I old. I was gonna say eight because it gives us a little bit more cognitive awareness to work with. Well, he doesn't understand why mom's AIDS is so bad. Ah, okay. And why he thinks that it's acceptable to wish for his mom's AIDS to go away for Christmas. Yeah, like, he doesn't understand that Santa can't really pull that. Like, Santa doesn't (laughs) have a lot of pull in that department. Like, I can make your mother a shiny new uh, toy horse that she can rock back and forth on. I can't make the AIDS go away, though. (laughs) Ho, ho, ho. Sorry about that, little Aiden Braden. So for um, the other siblings, are you, are you are we moving on to the other one's, siblings? One's adopted. The oldest one is the oldest one is uh uh from both parents. Uh the dad who is again Jewish and the mom who has AIDS. I was gonna say that they're all um biologically related. And the eldest would be it's the not archetype. Woke 
<laughs> I know, but like the eldest would be the archetype of like, oh, I'm wise and old and I've got good things to say. And then the middle child's just a bastard. Yeah, we can have a we can have a comically evil middle child. We have but the middle to. child is adopted. I also think that the way that kids act based on their uh, where they are in the order of siblings is a matter of how they're raised, I think, and not necessarily being biologically right. But we're being fucking... biologically twelve, <laughs> <laughs> right? But we're constructing a fucking movie plot here. I'm not saying like this is based in reality or anything. Because our our well, the 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 middle sibling is evil is comically evil and adopted because the B plot is trying to figure out who their birth parents are mm-hmm. for mm. Christmas. That's what like they that. want for Christmas. I like that. They want to find <laughs> who their birth parents are for Christmas. That's that's an obtainable goal, question mark? So yes. oldest is, yes, is... Our oldest child is uh, oldest girl named... Um, Bailey Bailey, spelled absolutely fucking out of this world with like ghs and shit Haley bailey <laughs> i love this naming convention we're going with it's <laughs> truly the worst so we've got <laughs> we've got Haley bailey aiden Braden, and then miguel is <laughs> <laughs> miguel. miguel and miguel is uh 12 Haley bailey is 14 Wait, do you think they anglicized his name so it's like M E I G H G E L? Of course, why wouldn't they? I don't know if that's anglicizing as much as it is just like, "Welcome to the middle class, Miguel." <laughs> I don't even think it's yeah. I don't even think it's anglicizing. Like it's like it's like Nevaeh-ing your child, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like it's yeah. heaven backwards. Cool. <laughs> cool. 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 Go sorry to all the Neveas out there. I'm sorry your parents hated you. <laughs> um, so we've got uh, Haley Bailey, uh, Miguel, and little Aiden Braden. And you do have to say little Aiden yes, Braden. Yes, little is part of it. Because like, if, if, if all of the crass, classic Christmas movies have told me anything, there's like a tiny Tim or a little John or whatever shit like that, right? Mm-hmm. And he was, he was the accident, which, which is... You know, why he has four toes. Like, right, right. Mom was well out of like prime fertility range when she gave birth to little Aiden Braden. And that's why his toes don't work. Now, our our setup here is the grandma is Catholic and she's upset because dad lost his job. And she's like, I never liked him. And not because he's Jewish. And she looks at the camera and she's like, That's not it. I'm not, I'm not racist. <laughs> I swear to God. But I just always thought he was no good for you. And mom's like, oh, with my AIDS, I just don't know how we're going to afford the mortgage and all of my medical bills. And uh, while, while, they're like, while they're having this moment, uh, there are Christmas carolers that were going around. And uh, the Santa is like doing this Christmas caroler. And like the family's in like a big fight. And there's like a knock on the door. And they're like, ah! And they open the door and they're all like yelling at each other. And the, and the carolers are like, ho, ho, oh no, we better leave. And then, oh, that's the title. I like that. Oh, that sucks shit though, actually. <laughs> and then I'd love to hear your pull suggestions. Out, pull out shot. Yeah, Tay, you haven't contributed to this pitch yet. Sure I have. I did Haley Bailey. Bailey. Sorry. <laughs> no, I think it's, I think it'd be good if, all of this cacophony was happening in the house 
and they were expecting like a pizza to show up or whatever. And the pizza was like 30 minutes late. So they're already stressed about that too. Well, then it's free. If it's 30 minutes late, it's free. If you order from Domino's, (laughs) like the dad and mom are like itching to like, Hey, 30, there was 31. (laughs) We're trying to afford the mortgage. There's like a, a, a cacophony. Everyone's stressed and pissed. And the dad's like, fucking finally, the meal is here. And just angrily stomps to the door, opens it up. And there are the carolers singing their pretty happy song. And it, it sets a spark of light in this man to maybe have a bit of a better Christmas. What religion is Miguel? No. Miguel is, Miguel is, <laughs> Miguel is not Catholic like the grandma. Or mom is, mom is non, mom is secular. Mom comes from the secular world. What's the thing that like really annoying? Because then Miguel can be like, oh, in my, in my home when I lived in, because they have to know where Miguel is from. Because Miguel's trying to find his parents. So, like, Miguel can be like, in my home of blank, we did sure. this for Christmas. What if he's Buddhist? I don't hate that. Because obviously Miguel is Japanese. I love that. <laughs> oh, that's really good. I love Ooh, Miguel being Buddhist good. because, like, while the family is arguing, he's like, boom, like a sound bath thing. He's like got crystals. <laughs> yeah, like a little singing bowl. Oh, peace, everyone. In my home of Japan, what <laughs> happens on Christmas is peace and love. And I must go and find my real birth parents who were... What happened to Miguel's parents? I want to say Godzilla, but that seems a little racist. I want to say that That's they were on racist. Malaysian flight <laughs> 370. <laughs> yes! Oh, no! This is why you're the executive. This is why you make the big bucks. <laughs> Make the money, baby. <laughs> Holy moly. All right. Malaysian. <laughs> also, I don't think it's racist to say that Godzilla killed their parents because where else does Godzilla attack if not Japan? Uh, like San Francisco in that one That was one a movie? shitty one and we all know it. We ignore <laughs> that one. Okay, so Miguel's parents were lost on the Malaysian flight and that's what prompts this like when the carolers come out and wait, like wait, wait, everyone's wait, 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 fighting. Wait, 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 wait. We can't wait, have his parents. <laughs> we can't have his parents lost on Malaysian Flight 370 because I thought the whole point of having Miguel as a character was to find his parents. <laughs> he's gonna find the flight. He's gonna find the missing flight. And his parents. <laughs> this okay. movie's gonna have a lot of loose ends tied up at the end, all right? <laughs> Damn, okay. I didn't know if you wanted to solve that mystery, but all right. Okay, okay. Here's what happened. Malaysian Flight 370, Miguel found out that it didn't actually crash into the ocean it actually oh entered it was okay hold on i gotta do a, a quick google search here homies when about rain blast. was malaysian flight 370 uh it was on okay so what happened is they entered uh this kind of space vortex where Santa's sleigh was crossing the ocean at the exact same oh, time as Malaysian yes. Flight 370. So it got pulled into Santa's magical portal that okay. brought the flight to the North Pole. It did crash, but it crashed in the North Pole because oh, Santa's sleigh God. was going across the ocean at the exact same time. What? Ho, ho, oh no, Why, we're stuck in the North Pole. That's fucking... But all that... They were on a flight. Santa's... They were never at home. They were all on Malaysian Flight 370. This and is, now everyone is, is stuck. the best movie of the year. But why was Santa's sleigh flying over the Indian Ocean at that time? He was drunk. Hey, 
It was he just yes, doing it? and you're <laughs> writing this movie with Tyler. Stop poking holes in it, Jesus. So I'm just trying to make it consistent. No one likes no one likes dorks who are like, um, actually, Godzilla's powers wouldn't be that strong. <laughs> so, okay, scrap everything about them being home and being like with the Christmas carolers. Scrap all of that bullshit. Uh, they the family was going through a rough time prior to the flight. Like they were like, oh my god, we just had the worst Christmas ever because Grandma, who's Catholic, died on Christmas. Christmas Day, mm. Grandma died. The family, they're so upset. Grandma was from, she was like Irish Catholic or something. So they had to like, to go to uh, wherever Grandma was born, they had to take a connecting flight across the Indian Ocean, Malaysia okay. Flight 370, oh, to get there. There was a whole mix-up at the airport. It was it was like a funny moment where like the bags go and like they do the Toy Story 2 thing where like, oh, the bags are like in this like crazy like mix-up thing because it's animated. We can have a lot of fun with this, you know? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Like the family's like going down like slides and everything and like the airport like connecting terminals and everything. Whoa! And they end up, comedy of errors, on Malaysian Flight 370. Yeah, of course. <laughs> we, the, the, the audience, the are privy to what's biggest, about to happen. The biggest error of them all. <laughs> Yeah, we, the audience, are privy to what's about to happen because, like, at the end we hear, like, This is your captain speaking. Uh, welcome to Malaysia Flight 370. And, the, oh, ho, ho, oh, no, because they're trying to bring Grandma. Grandma loved Christmas, so they're trying to bring Christmas to Grandma's home one last time. Love that. And then that's why they have to understand the magic of Christmas is to get back to Ireland where Grandma's from. Like, but they have to okay. fully accept Christmas. I don't want, I look, I love everything that's happening right now. This is great. One of the best pitches I've heard in a long time. I do want to know what's going to happen in sort of the body, the meat of this. Cause there's, there's a whole gaggle of unaccompanied minors running slapstick through the airport. Oopsie doopsie, whoopsie poopsie. We ended up on Malaysian flight 370. Yep. Catholic grandma's dead. We know that they need to find the, the spirit of Christmas and, and all come together. But what's happening in the meat of this thing, you know, what is, what's the, what's the rising action? Yeah. So what happens is like, that's our, that's our, like, this is our setup. They end up on Malaysia flight 370. Santa sleigh crosses the Indian ocean at the exact same time as the flight. It connects like Santa fucking driving drunk connects to it. Uh, mm -hmm. And then they get sucked into the portal going to the North pole. But then the plane like crashes. There's no, it's not like gruesome. There's no like deaths or anything. This is just like a nice little like skid, you know, like they, yeah, they went, it's a bunch of powdery snow, right? Like it's going to cushion the aircraft. And like, and like, so they're out in the wilderness of the North pole and everyone, you know, the elves find them and everything. And they're like, Oh, like we don't have like Santa's actually like gone. Like we don't have a way to communicate with him right now. Like, because he was, that was his, like, that was his vacation he, flight path. He went, okay, so I need to understand this, I suppose. Are, are we saying that Santa's North Pole and the Earth are sort of parallel universes? Yes. Uh, where there's, you have, you have to go through, like, a rip in space time to kind of go betwixt the yes, two. Yes, yes. Okay. I like that. And, and did we say it was in, the, did we say it was in the Bermuda Triangle where that rip is, or... It's just it's just Santa's sleigh. Like, Santa was making a portal going across the Indian okay, Ocean, okay. and they gotcha. happened to go through it at the same time. But Santa's on vacation because it's March yeah. when the flight went missing. So right. he, he, was on a drunk, he was on a drunken joyride of the sleigh, which is yeah, where this was. collision happened. And he's not going to be back till fucking December 1st. Like, his ass is lazy. So 
they they're like the kids and the family are like in the factory and they have to like well i guess since you're here like you know you can help out with like making christmas joy for other people so they're like building the toys through the year and they're like learning from the elves and like but we have our 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 little aiden our little aiden braden he wants he wants to go home and the oldest haley bailey is like no this is we have to stay here until December hey, 25th. Studio note, B-plot. There, there's one of the kids of the three who feels really, like, left out and misunderstood all the time. Perhaps the youngest one. Oh, I and would he say has the middle to have child. A, he has to have a bit. That's Miguel, and he's already got a plot. Uh, fair, fair. It's got to be... He finds that one of the... The elves also feel misunderstood, or there's one of the elves or something that feels like they just can't build toys as well as the others or something like that. He's yeah. got to have a fun little B-plot where he goes out and they have their own little, like, oh, we both gained confidence. We both learned how to build, I don't know, make blocks better or whatever the fuck they do. Mm-hmm. What, what, if, what if this youngest goes off and finds one of the elves... I don't know. I, I almost want to do, like, a sport thing, you know, right? Like, some... Sure, one of the elves is in the NFL. <laughs> no, I was gonna say like some doofy Christmas themed like tree decorating or like yeah. speed it's reindeer like, s- like production yeah. for reindeer or jousting. <laughs> there we go. They use candy canes and they fucking spear each other. They have to lick them until they're like the point. Like we used to do as kids. Yeah, I think it has to somehow connect with. His so we can either change his disability, <laughs> or we can connect it to him only having four toes because it's gotta it's gotta go in with him only having four toes. What's it? What's a sport that would benefit you having less toes though? Like, well, uh, hmm, wrestling Wipe, wipeout. Okay. No, here we go. Here we go. Wrestling, <laughs> and like the pivotal like the scene where the kid like gains all of his confidence is when his opponent goes to like grab his foot to like put him in like some sort of bar, but he misses because he's expecting to grab the toe that's sure. missing. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Through the power of having four toes, little Aiden Braden won the big North pole wrestling match and he gains his confidence. And then yes. that'll happen later in the movie. Right. We're just, we're just building this right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Haley Bailey is the oldest and probably, well, Haley baby, Haley, Haley Bailey is going through puberty. So like Haley baby's like <laughs> mad at like, this sucks. Like I hate being with the elves in the North pole. Like I want to go home and, and be on my space. Like this be sucks. With my shit. kind. She's like really Whoa. pushing a line. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like she's like, I, I don't want to hang out with you anymore. And, um, I don't want to hang out with you people anymore. Yeah. She does say you people, and it sounds yes, really she bad when she says it. Like, she's got, she like, a, a like yeah, a She puts a little, in it. A little yeah. too much stank on it. What are you doing with them, little Aiden Braden? Yeah. <laughs> them. We're not uh. like them. Get back with me. Come uh. here. Oh, it's so stinky. Um, And then mom, mom can't get her medication in the North Pole, so, like, mom went into can. a coma. Uh... <laughs> Mom went into a coma, uh, and dad is, dad's a wreck. Dad is, dad just, like, is trying to find a way out. He left into the cold. He's, like, trying to find a way out. So we have our three little rascals all on their own. Mm-hmm. And uh, Miguel, uh, Miguel finds a Buddhist elf, uh, and they are, 
they're trying to uh they're trying to like turn all of like the the elves into like vegans or some shit I like that. I love the insinuation <laughs> that there's only one Buddhist elf out of all the elves in the North Pole. All the other ones are proper Christians. <laughs> I really like that for some reason. And they're like trying their their whole goal is to like, oh, this is like how could they eat reindeers? Reindeers are the ones that guide Santa's sleigh. Mm-hmm. Like we need to change. Oh, yeah. We need to change and like so we have a nice like animal kind of plot with Miguel there, you know, like oh, we're that. saving the animals yep. in yep. the North Pole. Um and then that's how we bring in the jousting. Like the reindeer actually have a way better use than being eaten. It's for jousting. Like they love <laughs> doing this. Like and then boom. So we connect it with that plot where little Aiden Braden is like good at jousting because he's got four toes and the joust went through where his toes should be. (laughs) (laughs) And and it kept him on the horse. Yeah. Um, How are we bringing this home? Um, How are we landing this plane? You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, hey, before we get to the end, there is one thing that I want to remind you, and that is that you have to come up with a character who has a very Christmassy catchphrase. Oh, fuck, there's a catchphrase. I.E., hell yeah, Jingle Bell, or whatever the fuck I wrote down. (laughs) It's got to be be Little Aiden Braden. Well, either either Aiden Braden or like a supplemental <laughs> character, right? Like the the Buddhist elf could have like a really good one liner. But it's got to be a Christmas catchphrase, right? Mm-hmm. So what it is could be the- something along the lines of like "Holly Jolly Namaste" or some dumb shit like that. Like a studio I- note, no. <laughs> yeah, I was just giving like a what if what a, if, a general what if- direction that wasn't the end goal. <laughs> What if our what if our other like Buddhist elf is like fucking loves weed and is like peace and love this Christmas peace and love this Christmas bro and he's just so annoying he's just nah, so that fucking that irritating that, um, that is very annoying but I do I do explicitly want it to be Christmas much yep. more on the nose see I'm just having fun look I'm just having fun it's little Aiden that's Braden. What hey that's what a writer's room's about baby yeah yeah we're we're writing these on the whiteboard scratching them out or whatever little Aiden Braden has a fun little Christmas catchphrase, uh, and that Christmas <laughs> catchphrase is, uh, um, jingle my balls, <laughs> jingle my balls. Um, it's well, I'm gonna okay. stuff your stocking, bitch. <laughs> says that before the jousting match. <laughs> Um, what if it was little Aiden Braden says, I got it. I have it. It's stupid. I hate it, but I also love it. Anytime anything good happens to little Aiden Braden, he says, and put that in your milk and cookies. I like that. Actually, (laughs) I like that cookies. Yeah. Every time he wins. And that's what he says at the end of his like big jousting. Like when he finally wins is when we hear it again. It's like, Put that in your milk and cookies. And then, yeah, everyone's hoisting little Aiden Braden. Ah, they won Christmas. And then Santa flies in because, whoa, the big jousting tournament was December 1st. Also, they needed to, fuck it, they needed to raise money for the jousting tournament so that Santa would come back or some shit. Like, they needed to raise money for Santa's to fly them back to their normal world. Yeah, yeah, no, since it's all, like, fucky with the timeline because of... The, the the time space continuum rip they were transported to the north pole 
in March, but Santa was still on vacation until December. Yeah. So they are there from March to December. Yeah, that's what I said at, earlier. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And at December, that's when Santa comes back for the, the, the conclusion of this movie. Okay, I got it. I got it. I got it. We're going to land this proverbial plane here. Okay. So the big jousting tournament happens because they need to like, oh, we have to like work up so much magic to get Santa back and some something to do with like there's enough magic to be able to like bring them home then or some shit like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Like there's a fucking magic meter that they have to fill. A magicometer, um, if you will. Exactly. Um, and at the end of this Christmas jousting tournament, um, everyone from Malaysian Flight 370 is there in the in the audience and attending. And Mm -hmm. Santa flies in December 1st, and he's like, well, you've worked up the magic meter. We can finally go home. Ho, ho, ho. Okay. Uh, uh, What's their their last name, this family? Their last name is something. uh, Albertson? Christensen. The... Yeah, the, the the Christensen family. I'm I'm just thinking of something that's that plays off of Haley Bailey. So it'd be like Haley Bailey Christensen or Aiden Braden Christensen. It's Johnson's sons. It's Johnson's, Johnson's sons. sons. I like There's two that. sons. I like that. Uh, okay, Johnsonson family, let's go. And they're like, but wait, what about? Everyone else on Malaysian Flight 370. Oh, I think you're going to say mom because she's been in a coma this whole fucking Mom can, time. Mom can wake – mom woke up because of the power of Christmas mom, and because little Aiden Brady Mom passed in April. <laughs> <laughs> and they gave her a burial at sea. The elves – the elves – you know like how the Ewoks did like a big funeral uh, at the end of – yeah. yeah, they did the Ewok funeral for mom. They pushed her out on a Viking canoe into the into the ocean and then they had someone shoot a flaming candy cane like a Viking. And you were, you're expecting – I know you're expecting in this in this moment like a nice like – sad music thing but it is just like christmas crooners it's it's the holiday season the holiday, <laughs> and it's just like the fucking arrow flies lights it on mm-hmm. fire um so they're like okay johnsonson family let's go back to new york because they're from new york come on yeah, yeah duh. Mm-hmm. uh and then but what about everyone else from malaysian flight 370 and then everyone else is like no little aiden Braden." We want you to go back home and have the best life you can and celebrate Christmas with with Haley Bailey and Miguel and his parents, who are now your parents because your mom died earlier in the movie. <laughs> and they're like, ah. So that explains why we never found Malaysian Flight 370 or anyone that was on it. It's because only the Johnsonson family gets to go back to New York, and then Santa flies them there, and then at the end, they're like, well, I can't do it. This just doesn't feel good. We should go back. And then at the end, they're like, no, none of us go back. We're all a family together in the North Pole. And then they fly back, and little Aiden Braden like, drops in, and he's like, uh... What's his, what's his catchphrase? What's his catchphrase? Put that in your milk and cookies. They're like, little Aiden Braden, you're back. And he's like, well, put that in your milk and cookies. And then they all hug <laughs> and they celebrate in the North Pole and they all live there happily ever after together. Beautiful. That, I, I and that love- explains Malaysian Flight 370. That's why they're missing. They're in the North Pole. 
the, mm-hmm. genuinely great. The one thing I still do have a question on is, did they make it back in time for Grandma's funeral? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Perfect. No more studio notes. You have all of the money, baby. Oh, ho, wait, wait. ho, oh, no. Coming <laughs> to theaters next Christmas. You're like, I want it this Christmas. Yeah, I want, I want it like yesterday, I want, dude. I want it right now, baby. That's the best Christmas movie ever. That's going to be our elf. You know what I mean? That's Tyler, right now, you're John Favreau in Swingers. But mm-hmm. after you direct this movie, you're going to be John Favreau in Chef. I get to make Chef after this. And you get to make, you're going to have so much money from Elf and from Iron Man, I think. Yeah. That you're going to get to make <laughs> Chef. You're going to get to make that passion project, which is that movie. You told me about that screenplay you were working on where you're like a rapper who nobody thinks has it, but like you eventually push your way through the ranks to become the yep. best. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also, like, I get to freestyle, uh, and then, like, I'm, like, the best one there is. And then I look at a group of impoverished uh, children from a black community, and I say, see, this isn't so hard. And then I drop the mic, and then I walk off the stage, and I win. Yeah, you, you amass a bunch of money that you're going to give to them, and you're, you say, it's time to hip-hop into the middle class. <laughs> And then you give them, and then you make it shut rain up. a fuckload of money on them. <laughs> Fucking shut up. Oh, Merry Christmas. Thank you both for partaking in uh, a little bit of cheer and a little bit of fun with me. Beautiful job on that movie. The studio executive didn't even, like, yell at me this time. Yeah, the studio executive this time was pretty nice. I'm filled with Christmas cheer, baby. Also, the budget we're working with is kind of like end-of-year tax write-off shit anyway, so he's pretty yeah, lenient. this is 100% Catwoman, yeah. <laughs> where i just i just like i you just you just got to make something because we have too much money sitting in this pile over here and it needs yeah. to go offshore if this you know what i'm sealed saying in the disney vault gang and human else flopped in 2004 <laughs> this podcast so thank you so much for listening go ahead and leave a like favorite comment and or review helps us get into curated lists helps us beat that algorithm and if hey if you want to join the discourse you can join our discord and you can find that information in the description of wherever you're listening to this episode you can also go to youtube.com shapeless media to find every episode of this show along with hundreds of other videos It's now the end of the episode, which means you get to say a baseless claim. You get to say whatever horrible thing you want, and it's on the record. But it doesn't matter because we don't have fact checkers on this show. And, hey, the reason why poor families don't get good Christmas gifts is because they weren't that nice throughout the year. Yeah, you're really brave for saying that in a public forum. I'm brave for saying what we all know is true. Yeah, it's it's really unfortunate. Do you want the PS5? Well, your family should have been nicer. It's not because you're poor. It's because you're not that nice. My favorite moment from Ted is when they put the stuffing back in and he pretends to be retarded. <laughs> I've never seen Ted. I can't, I can't have fun here. Gotta catch that flick, homie. Get on over here. Let's watch it. Hey, all I know is that if Ted and Mark Wahlberg were on that flight, it would have gone down a lot differently than it did. (laughs) Malaysian Flight 370 wouldn't have ever gone missing. Oh, Merry Christmas, everyone.